news and sports after this. Remember when you were wild and free and danced all night? When the beat unified the crowd into a single moving soul? That was the night you met her outside the club. Your mom. Young man, get to the car. to pick you up at exactly 11.30 because she had to get up early the next morning for the Owan Bear. These days, you can just get an Uber. Request a ride. Ibu Cap Capsule get Gidiga power to boost cut body pain and fever with Obun Day Alacrity. Ibu Cap the hammer and mama all the sign of pain and fever when they come with malaria. Those summer Ibu Cap, your body go kulele one time. Ibu Cap is strong past pain. After three days, if you're not better, make you see a doctor. Ibu Cap, Nashalina Healthcare, the marketer. There is no set road to success. You have to find your own way. Before I had my own fashion store or even knew how to make a dress, all I had was a dream and a hustle. That's it. I had to search for a way to make a reality. So I opened the Google app and searched how to use a sewing machine, how to sew on a visible stage, latest Nigerian fashion trends. I kept the hustle going every single day. Next thing you know, I'm searching how to start a fashion label. So if you've got the dream and the hustle spirit, then just keep searching for a way to move closer to your goal. What will you search for? Fuel for your hustle by Google. Search now. It's morning in Africa. It won't be bright for another hour or two, but the continent is already on the move. Trade is kicking up and spirits are high as the continent prepares to move yet another million tons of goods to markets across the seas. It's the hour for making tea and coffee, of cotton bales, splitting wood, diamonds and metal boxes, and tall, tall buildings going up. The train engines are revving up, factories are opening, and big undersea cables are pushing the continent alive. Four time zones, a million opportunities, and vibrant young professionals 100 million strong. It's morning in Africa, and one bank is opening the door to endless opportunities. With seamless Pan-African payment and trade solutions, and presence in Europe, Asia, and the Middle East, we are Africa's gateway to the world. Access Bank. Speed. Service. Security. Remember when you were wild and free and danced all night? When the beat unified the crowd into a single moving soul, that was the night you met her outside the club. Your mom. Young man, get to the car. pick you up at exactly 11.30 because she had to get up early the next morning for the Owan Bear. These days, you can just get an Uber. Request a ride. Welcome back to your number one talk, news and sports station. This is Nigeria Info. Every day, people and groups, big and small, are on the front line chasing solutions to life's most pressing challenges. Most of what they do, sadly, goes unreported and unnoticed. That's all about to change. Track all the in-depth information and analysis on a wide range of development issues affecting everyday life and meet the people driving the march towards sustainable sustainable growth. Development Report, Fridays from 10.30 a.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. It's Radio 
Singapore's new big platform to bring development partners home and abroad closer. Development Report. Real issues, real news. This week on Development Report, we're back with our regular segments. They include Issues in Focus, which examines development issues as it affects our livelihood and actions taken by stakeholders. It will also include our Notice Board, where we give you beneficial opportunities and news. And of course, the kind of news I will round up within and outside the third sector. There is much to share. Good morning. I'm Femi Obong Daniels. Welcome to Development Report on 99.3 Nigeria Info. This is the program where we discuss development issues and showcase stakeholders in the non-profit sector. This week, the issue is on health. Certainly, health policy that concerns you and me and calls on us to take action, ask questions. Questions like, why is there a delay in the implementation of the National Health Act 2014? Why is there a delay in the implementation on all the plans around the advocacy on the Basic Healthcare Provision Fund? These are some of the issues we'll be looking at today. And you can be part of the conversation at any time via social media handles. That's at Nigeria Info FM and at Dev Reporters. On WhatsApp, you can send us a message using the number 0703-812-8910. That's 0703-812-8910. You could also listen live from any part of the world at www.nigeriainfo.fm forward slash live. That's www.nigeriainfo.fm forward slash live. So let's go into the matter at hand. Our main topic this week is on the call to action on the Basic Healthcare Provision Fund. The National Health Act has been in existence for four years now, signed into law in 2014. However, its implementation has become a controversial issue in the health sector. It was the lacuna in the 1999 Constitution which failed to adequately provide for a legal framework for healthcare that gave birth to the idea for the enactment of the Act. That bill, the National Health Bill, was first proposed in 2004 during the time of Eitayo Lambo as Health Minister. 
It, however, took another decade of consideration before it was eventually passed and signed into law by former President Goodluck Jonathan on October the 31st, 2014. That signing brought into effect that journey that lasted some 10 years. And by that development, it became normal to expect that the enforcers of the act will commence seamless operation at all levels so as to enable Nigerians to enjoy the provisions of the National Health Act. But what has time proven? Four years have passed since then. Where are we? Let's quickly look at what the National Health Act was supposed to do for us. Amongst other things, it was supposed to provide a platform for efficient coordination of the health system in the country while providing for a minimum package of essential health service. It was also supposed to make provision for social inclusion and address the issue of equity in health. The idea was for the National Health Act to protect families from catastrophic health expenditure and accelerate Nigeria's progress towards universal health coverage. That act was also to eventually, cumulatively, save the lives of millions of mothers, newborns and under fives, those supporting Nigeria's response to poor healthcare indices that we see today. The National Health Act was also to provide a better legal basis to address the restiveness of health professionals and other canker worms that have daunted, daunted our health system and inundated it over the years. Now let's break the national health care to its seven core parts, each of them addressing a major domain of the health system. These parts are, one, the responsibility for health and, and eligibility for health services and the establishment of a national health system. Two, health establishments and technologies to assist with healthcare. Three, the rights and obligations of users and of course, healthcare personnel. Four, the national health research an information system where you and I could access all health-related information we, we would need. Five, the National Health Act was also to also serve as a human resource for health. Six, it's intended to control the use of blood, blood products, tissue, and gametes in humans while also, seven, regulating and making other miscellaneous provisions. So what are the issues with this act? To be sure, the act establishes the Basic Healthcare Provision Fund, which is intended to be financed through an annual grant of not less than 1% of the Consolidated Revenue Fund of the Federation, which was intended to be disbursed towards making primary health care more functional. Last year, the Senate passed a resolution mandating its appropriation committee 
to make provision for the basic healthcare provision fund in the 2018 budget. How did they respond? Well, the lawmakers, when passing the 2018 budget in May, earmarked 57.15 billion naira for the basic healthcare provision fund as mandated by the act as stakeholders in the health sector sighed a big relief. So why am I still complaining about it in November of 2018? Well, health experts have since the provision of that budget for 2018 decried the failure of the Nigerian government to release the 1% of consolidated revenue appropriated in that 2018 budget for the basic healthcare provision fund. The money is still nowhere to be found. All 57 billion of it. The Senior Technical Advisor for Development Research and Project Center, Emmanuel Abanida, lent his voice to other health experts while speaking at an event organized by the DFID partnerships to engage, reform, and learn. Abanida said the fund is yet to be released even as the year draws to a close, adding, unfortunately, that the failure to release the money was having a negative effect on healthcare delivery in the country, especially in the rural areas, as it could have been handy in the revitalization of primary health care centers. That fund is also envisaged to help reduce out-of-pocket spending on healthcare through the National Health Insurance Scheme. But what do you do when you can't access the fund? Abanida spoke to development report producer Mayo Adenino and other journalists a few days ago. Hear him. The money for the basic healthcare provision fund is not available now. That's the summary of the situation. And why is it not available? Your guess as good as mine. We understand it's been provided for in the 2018 budget, but we have not seen it. And we're about 45 days to the end of 2018. Um, if um, we don't get this money. Uh, obviously, next year, if somebody is talking of drawing a 2019 budget, they put a zero application to 2018. But the money has not been released. There are so many theories and reasons why people say it's not been released or why we have not gotten the fund. But to me, as a person, my personal opinion is that I believe that the political will to make sure that it happens can be stronger. If it is stronger than this, it will certainly come. Because the way we take health in Nigeria is it's not like, to me, it's not a priority. Um, we, security, of course, is priority. Uh, power is priority. Um, food security, even now, is priority. But you need to be healthy to be able to provide food. You need to be healthy. When you are healthy, it's self a security problem, and your HDI will improve, certainly improve. So I, I think the media has a big role to play, and everybody has a big role to play to ensure that uh, this money is released. In 2018, we are thinking of or talking of uh, something in the region of about 55 billion naira, just like a chicken feed. Um, uh, people have said why, given reasons why that's uh, the discordance or something in the uh, health MDAs. I'm not sure that is the enough reason. Because in every ministry, in every day, a lot of problems in other government agencies that are getting a lot of funds. Are we saying that 
even INEC, there are no controversies, people accuse INEC here and there, but they, they get their fund. So if you think health is a topmost priority, we will certainly get money to use health. We can't continue running to Geneva, from Geneva to London, London to Paris, Paris to New York looking for money, and to Seattle looking for money, whereas we need to take basic care of our people. So in one line, what's your call to action? My call to action is that this medium, this medium, this media people should create a mass movement for Nigeria. Well, that was one week ago. It's no longer 45 days to the end of the year. It's 38, actually. Mr. Abanida's voice may have trailed off there. What he was saying, however, was that the media should play its role by demanding of government the release, the immediate release of the Basic Healthcare Provision Fund. Leaving a set of questions in our minds in the hope that as a citizen listening to the program, you probably would feel motivated to also ask questions, ask your representatives for answers using your smartphones, tweeting at the Federal Ministry of Health, the Federal Ministry of Finance, the Presidency and the National Assembly, asking them, what do we need to do to have this fund released? Lives are at stake. However, two questions remain unanswered. Why does the National Health Act still seem ineffective even after the inclusion of the Basic Health Care Provision Fund in the 2018 budget? Why is the Basic Health Care Provision Fund yet to be released up until now? More questions than answers, you'd say. And that's our cue for a quick break. When we return, we'll go straight to the second segment of the program, which is our notice board on development report. I have in the studio with me, Iyanwulua Bolaniwa. He's the manager of the Civic Hive. You'll get to meet him and learn how meeting him can benefit you. Life is not living, but living is life. Get everything you need to know about living healthy. Living healthy. Join Carla's Health Station as she lets you in on the secrets to a wholesome lifestyle. Every Friday from 11 a.m. to 11.45 a.m. on 99.3 Nigeria Info. Nigeria Welcome back to Development Report. Before I went on the break, I told you, you'll meet my guest, Yanulua Bolaniwa, manager, Civic Hive. And if you're still wondering how Bolaniwa could be of use to you, let me start by asking you, do you have an idea in governance? Do you have an idea in civic participation and institutional efficiency that solves problems using civic technology? Then the Civic Hive, more like the Civic Hive Fellowship, should be of interest to you. The fellowship began last year. 
It has since then featured solutions that are fixing Nigeria one at a time. The focus is to deepen the civil, the civic technology and government technology space in Nigeria, thereby strengthening the ability of citizens to influence sustainable change. Let me say welcome to Yanolua Bolaniwa. How are you, Yan? I'm fine. Good morning. It's good to have you in the studio with me. Thank you very much. Let me ask you, like they say, proverbially, from the horse's mouth, what is Civic Hive about? All right. Thank you very much once again. Uh, Civic Hive is uh, just a civic uh, technology hub in Lagos, Nigeria. And uh, what we hope to achieve uh, with Civic Hive uh, is just to try and build uh, civic technology solutions where people are able to come around. People are able to put their heads together and put up solutions that can help in, uh, a layman in Nigeria. And uh, I can tell you uh, what we've been doing for the past one year uh, and some months now is to try and create these solutions that are solid that people can actually interact with. Mm. And uh, I can tell you that uh, in last just early this year we had six solutions coming out of the hive, and I'm sure that a lot of people must have heard most of them, if not all of them. And uh, one of the major ones that we we so proud of is uh, Citizens Gavel mm. where, uh, which has really lent a voice to the NSAS campaign is also lending a voice to the uh, to the uh, airport scandal that was going on uh, not so long ago uh, where Kone Afonlayon uh, raised his voice out loud and they've also started advocacy about it so what we're trying to do majorly is try to create solutions whereby people can interact with them mm-hmm. it brings people closer it brings the solution closer to the people and yeah. brings people closer to the uh people that actually make these decisions up there and what they do is uh they try as much as possible to make these people's voices heard by uh, a, 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 an advocacy that is worldwide and uh, mm. people can actually see oh there's an effect okay. coming out from the voice of people that are actually speaking as a whole all yeah. right yeah so let's separate things okay there is civic hive okay you've told us what it is about i don't want to conflate it with the civic hive fellowship okay so for clarity's sakes Tell us about the fellowship itself, the Civic High Fellowship. All right. So uh, just uh, on Tuesday, we launched the second round of Civic High Fellowship program. It's going to run for six months. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we opened the uh, forms for people around the country that have uh, solutions that can tackle uh, governance, solutions that can bring institutional efficiency, solutions that can bring that can bring uh, people together and say, this is what we want to solve as a problem. So what we're trying to do now is uh, we want these solutions to come in. Mm. We have uh, likes of Tujin Ladna, we have likes of Shewo Nikbide, we have likes of Gabriel Okewo that are going to sit down on the board to actually review these uh, solutions when they come in. And I must tell you that uh, it's going to run for six months. Okay. And throughout the six months, you're going to have support. So it's it's something you are focusing on. All right. It's something you have like an office space for you to work on your solutions where you create a minimum viable product where people can actually interact with. We want you to bring the raw, we want you to bring the raw problems. Hmm. We want you to bring it raw. We're going to refine it for you. Okay. And uh, we can assure you that in as much as when you are selected for the program, you also have a stipend of 150000 naira for you monthly. Okay. Okay. to support you as a person because we know that you don't have any other thing you're doing you're focusing on the solution mm-hmm. and we are open to uh helping as much as possible and that's where we're trying to just pick six people 
for this particular section. Uh, it's uh, going to run for six months, and we're also focusing on six solutions. Okay, we're going to come uh, to that, that duration later. Okay. Um, you already hinted at it, but I'm considering since last year uh, what evidence-based success stories you might want to share one big one with okay. us. All right. So, okay, so I'm going to share just the NSAS campaign. Mm. Yeah, so uh, the NSAS campaign, I have, I've been a victim of salsa brutality myself and uh, a lot of people out there. And uh, for us, it was a big success because Citizen Gavel came out of Civic Hive. Okay. And uh, really helped to raise a voice against the NSAS, uh, plus the NSAS campaign that mm. Sega Link uh, led the oh. campaign. Yeah, so uh, for us, that alone was a serious big story for us where we now have citizen gavel is now uh, a beneficiary of osiwa mm. a beneficiary of trust africa and it's also a beneficiary of all our own foundation as well budget as, as a stance all right so uh, what we're trying to say is that each and every one of us has we have a potential whereby we can actually also be the next big solution that mm. comes out of the hive okay yeah interesting so let's go over the process quickly we are running out of time all right uh the process of participation um you already mentioned uh benefits just be clear that so in case people just joined uh what you are looking for you're looking for people who uh have an idea in governance civic participation and institutional efficiency, efficiency yeah. uh that could solve problems using civic technology does that rule me out <laughs> no it doesn't rule you out okay it doesn't rule you all out. right so what what are the benefits for these people again you mentioned that the, the, it's going to take a six month period yeah there will be uh financial yeah um, support yeah, yeah. support just a steep end of one hundred fifty thousand yeah. monthly yeah uh, because they will be focused on it they will lock down on other things yeah. and really integrate yeah Tell me about eligibility. Okay, so our eligibility, anybody is eligible as mm. long as you have this idea. Mm. You are eligible. Uh, you must be 18 and above, and uh, you know, because uh, we believe that's the age of uh, eligibility in Nigeria as a stance. Mm -hmm. And uh, we also are looking towards you as a person be able to think for yourself, be able to list, you are open to uh, corrections, or you're open to trying to reform your ideas, and you're open to criticisms mm -hmm. because you know that it's, it's if a goal doesn't go through fire, it doesn't become, uh, uh, it doesn't become gold okay. as a stance. Yeah. So, so that's just the incubation period for the six months. Yeah. Okay, so let's look at that calendar now. Uh, the six-month period, when does it start? So when does it end? What, what, when is the deadline okay. for participation? So the deadline for participation is 21st of December. Mm. So if you are applying, you have to apply before on or before 21st of December and the program starts January. Mm. Once work starts January, the program starts January. Well, so what we're trying to do is through, throughout January, we do, we call you, we do uh, interview sections. We, we, we have where we screen out people that we're picking, people that we're not picking, that we're just trying to put aside and look at in the nearest future okay. and also people that are actually going to proceed into the program. So February, you're going to resume fully for the program through six months. So once again, people with ideas in governance, civic participation, and institutional efficiency that yeah. uh, solve problems yeah. using civic yeah. technology. Yeah. Um, as regards, um, you know, entering for this, 
what are your contacts? Um, so people, where do people go okay. if they want to be part of this? Okay, so uh, if you want to be part of this, uh, you just go on, go on uh, you can go online, www.civichive.org. You can go t- on Twitter, www.twitter.com forward slash civichive. And you can also, we have shortened the link for for convenience's sake. You can go to bit.ly slash civichivefellowship2019. Mm. Yeah, so those three platforms, you can actually get us there and be able to uh, apply for the fellowship program. And uh, you can also visit our parent company, Budget, uh, www.yourbudget.com, where you can also get access to the f- application form. Bolaniwa Yanulua, more like Yanulua Bolaniwa, is manager at Civic High. Bolaniwa, yeah. such a pleasure. Thank you very much. You Thank you very with much. With us. Thank you very much. And with this, we come to the end of the program because we've run out of time. In parting, let me just tell you that WISCA, Women in Successful Careers, is holding its 2018 Annual Leadership and Mentoring Conference. Also, the Global Reporting Initiative, uh, Amsterdam, appoint, has appointed Ni- Nigerian sustainability expert Bekeme Oluwala as board member. As regards the Annual Leadership and Mentoring Conference of the Women in Successful Careers, 